This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The corn market will be the leader, gapping higher overnight, later being closed during today's session on profit-taking. That's no problem as long as support holds. Soybeans were being bare spread as the market goes after any acres that they can entice away from some other crop. There will not be enough soybeans planted to even ensure that the carryover stays above water. Cotton is likely to give up a half to a million acres, but sorghum will get some of those for agronomic reasons. Sorghum will almost become corn in the south. Lower than expected corn and soybean acreage will intensify the weather risk. The USDA will now take the information that was compiled and released for the quarterly stocks and planting intentions reports and incorporate them into an updated April balance sheet and crop production report on April 9th. The first thing they have to do is get honest about the corn carryover. Their last report pegged the corn carryover at 1.502 billion bushel, and it is nowhere near that. They have lagged the real pace of Chinese exports by a large margin. Eventually, they're going to have to tell the truth. When they get real about updating exports and strong feed usage, the corn carryover will be closer to pipeline 1 to 1.1 billion bushel. Then when you extrapolate the new acreage assumption in yield, you'll see how difficult that it will be to produce a year-to-year increase in the corn carryover. I see their 91.14 million acre corn acreage forecast as being accurate. It fit my narrative that farmers were not willing to plant more corn on corn to boost corn acres. The bigger news from the intentions report, however, was the acreage shift in what states would grow corn in 2021. USDA found farmers in Iowa would plant 400,000 fewer corn acres, Illinois 400,000 fewer, Indiana 200,000 fewer, Nebraska 300,000 fewer. They intend to plant 1.35 million more corn acres in North Dakota and 650,000 more acres of corn in South Dakota. Not to mention that the Dakotas are the new epicenter of the drought, but the yield difference between acres in Illinois and North Dakota are a huge drag on production. Trading a corn acre in an I-state for one in the Dakotas is not an even-up deal. It will reduce the chances of getting near a trendline U.S. yield. Even with good weather and a trendline yield, it will be difficult to increase the carryover with this coming crop. We see it as declining again to near 900 million bushels for 2021-22. By the way, the situation for Brazil's second corn crop is perilous from drought, too. If we have any kind of real weather threat or event this summer here in the Corn Belt, price rationing to reduce demand will explode. That's why we recommended livestock producers have their feed needs covered. The USDA already has the soybean carryover trimmed to a near-pipeline supply of 120 million bushels. If there is any left, crushers of China will scoop them up. With planted acreage of 97.6 million acres, it'll take a trend line 50.8 bushel per acre yield to maintain any 2021-22 soybean carryover. USDA says that Iowa farmers will plant 400,000 more acres of soybeans, Illinois 400,000 more, Minnesota 400,000 more without cutting corn acres, Nebraska 300,000 more, and in Indiana 160,000 more. Those are rotation acres that should do well. The rub is that North Dakota farmers also plan to plant 1.25 million more soybean acres, and South Dakota farmers will add 750,000 acres of soybeans. 
This is currently drought country, so I am skeptical of the yield potential in those states. They will make it hard to reach a trend line yield, which would mean until demand is ration, the carryover would go negative. Domestic crushers will reduce the crush rate relative to the soybean supply that they can source. The bull market in soy meal is still ahead of us. On the hogs, the holiday will cut the kill at the end of the week. Wholesale ham is 88 cents a pound, and retailers are featuring it as low as 99 cents a pound as a loss leader. We would expect loins and ribs to pick up a slack and other primals as grills get fired up. Bellies trading $1.96 a pound are where they are typically peaked at the top of BLT season. We do not even have our tomatoes planted yet. They are too expensive to put in the freezer at this price. The reduced hog herd will shrink the fresh product supply. I do not see export demand failing. The integrated packer margin was $97 a head, so they are enjoying high hog prices, while Tyson is not. The Tyson margin of $14 is nowhere near covering their kill costs. Integrated packers are now very much in competition with non-integrated ones. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.